0: What is up, all my cyber and crypto friends? You're listening to the Cybersecurity and Cryptocurrency Podcast. Today is Friday, March 29th of 2019, and this is episode 66 of our podcast. I'm your host, Eric English. I recently changed my Twitter handle as well. I'm now at CyberCryptoGuy. So it's at Cyber Crypto Guy. So to get started here, there's a lot of things in cybersecurity. I wanted to chat about uh, some Watering Hole attacks, more stuff with Facebook, cyber espionage, ransomware, more stuff about Facebook, uh, some GitHub stuff, and Toyota. And then on the crypto side, going to talk about Bitrex. Uh, some Coinbase stuff that you can do to earn some money, Uh, what Binance is doing for compliance, and we're also going to talk a little bit about Twitch. Then I've got a crossover story about a couple of exchanges that got hacked. So, to kick things off here, one of the biggest things in the cybersecurity space over the last few days, if you haven't already heard, ASUS they were they basically had a supply chain attack and their update mechanism infected millions of Asus computers so if you have an Asus computer and you haven't already updated it now is a good time i also every time i get a new computer i uninstall all the manufacturer crap that's the first thing i do or i just reinstall windows fresh with nothing else in it because i can't stand all the crap that they put in there they got their support thing they have their update thing all just a pain i mean windows update does just fine if i need to update the bios great i'll do that separately i don't need your update tool i don't need all these other tools that don't do me any good and here's another great reason why so asus That's been basically the hottest topic this week uh, in cybersecurity. So it's unfortunate, but if you're like me, you just uninstall that crap as soon as you get a new system. The thing that worries me, though, about that specifically is what corporations uh, deployed this, and did these corporations still have that update mechanism installed, the ASUS update installed on their corporate systems? That's where this gets really scary. So I can see... Probably a big fat lawsuit coming against Asus because of this. Uh, because infecting you know, all kinds of corporate assets with some malware or whatever is not a, not a cool thing. And it all could have been avoided uh, one way or another. So anyway, if you have any of these in your corporate environment and you haven't already patched, now's a good time to check on that and get those updated. All right. Some other cybersecurity stuff. I was reading some interesting articles this week about watering hole attacks. And I'd never really heard this term before and I kind of had to look into it a little bit, but I understand the meaning of the term now. You basically poison the water hole that the animals go to. So you'd poison a corporate website that you know, you know, a bunch of people from that corporation are going to go to. So there were some pretty big ones hit. These are in South Korea. They were doing some of these watering hole attacks uh, on a bunch of South Korea websites. One of these apparently was one of their biggest search engines in South Korea. So uh, essentially what this attack does, they inject JavaScript. And it basically creates a login box and tells people that they need to log in. And thus, phishing for credentials left and right. So that's interesting stuff, the watering hole attacks. It's a very targeted brand of fishing whereas most fishing is just kind of you know you send it out and see what happens kind of thing right you're not always targeting sometimes you do sometimes you don't all right some other news here about facebook more hits keep coming for facebook (laughs) Um, they got charged for equal housing discrimination so just i mean another thing to to bash Facebook with. This is a pretty big, uh, I think there's several hundred million that they're going to fine them or whatever for this. So that's certainly unfortunate for Facebook and anybody that uses their platform. Just keeps getting worse and worse for their brand name. Some other Facebook stuff. They just recently enabled a white hat setting so you can actually do some white hat hacking in Facebook so if you're into that kind of thing you can go into your profile settings and turn on this white hat setting and it allows you to do some pen testing of Facebook so that's kinda cool for all you uh, white hat hackers out there or even not so white hat go out there and see what you can do alright some other news uh, here the uh, Norsk Hydro uh their ransomware hit that they got hit with last week my goodness gracious they basically shut down their entire uh water they're a big dam essentially and they generate energy so they basically shut down the whole plant and they took forever to get everything recovered they've already lost 40 million dollars holy crap that's a lot of money so that is the cost of ransomware and you think people don't think about this aspect of it. Would you rather pay this 40 grand and lose a bunch of business or would you rather pay maybe or 40 million, I should say, sorry. Would you rather pay a million, maybe 2 million and just have better security all throughout your environment. So, it's one or the other. You can either get ransomware and pay a whole bunch of money or you can actually button up your security and and hope to prevent this kind of stuff nothing's perfect obviously but apparently they had some pretty archaic systems and they weren't even really being targeted either Uh, it's one of those typical phishing campaigns once the hackers realized what they were into they deployed ransomware so you know not exactly targeted towards them either so certainly unfortunate for those folks All right, some other news here about some cyber espionage that's been going on. Uh, There's apparently this hacking group called APT33. Uh, They're based out of Iran. And apparently they've been doing a bunch of cyber espionage all the way back to 2015. And they're targeting all kinds of organizations, including governments, uh, research organizations, chemical... Uh, manufacturing, engineering, consulting, finance, telecom in the Middle East and all other parts of the world. So that is quite a bit. They were targeting 18 American organizations in the engineering, chemical research, and finance. So, oh wait, sorry, and healthcare. Wow. Uh, That's been happening over the past three years and a number of those companies were apparently Fortune 500 companies. So that's pretty scary stuff. They've been exploiting that WinRAR vulnerability that came out several weeks ago. Uh, There's a POC exploit out there on the web, and they've apparently been targeting this WinRAR vulnerability to hack into all kinds of different things to do cyber espionage. So pretty interesting stuff there. And they're also saying that APT33 works on behalf of the Iranian government. Whoa! So, uh, who knows what they're really after? They're probably after some sort of government secrets. Maybe they're after our technology. They want to, you know, steal our tech before we actually make it kind of thing. Who knows, right? But certainly scary stuff there to to see what these folks are really up to. Uh, nation-sponsored hacking uh, seems to be a lot more common nowadays. All right, some other news here about GitHub. And I'm not surprised about this. People post lots of stuff on GitHub. All the programs and apps that are out there on GitHub, all open source, and that's great, right? Well, the problem there is there's a lot of authentication mechanisms that should be kept secret, but yet they are (laughs) published all over GitHub. And essentially this allows you to reverse engineer the authentication mechanisms and get into those Uh, whatever that application is so i thought that was just kind of more interesting than than anything but you know not surprised people usually just throw their code up there and don't even think about it they don't even make it private you can't make it private unless you have an account with github and you got to pay for that account to make it private so pretty crazy stuff there if you if you use github at all Uh, you can do some reverse engineering if you're into that thing all right, last thing in cybersecurity, Toyota announced yet another breach. Apparently this was in their sales division, Toyota sales. And they got about 3 million records of Toyota and Lexus customers that had purchased cars. Wow, that's a lot. And Toyota had the same thing back in February, where they, but they said that uh, no customer data was actually touched. Well, not anymore. They got some customer data now. Three million records. I guess that's small potatoes on the grand scheme of things. You think about all the Toyotas on the road and Lexus cars and trucks on the road. There's tons, right? But, hey, it's still three million that got out there. And they still haven't said what information was in that customer information yet. I'm sure these articles will update that once they have that info. But I'll post all these articles to the show notes so you can check all those out. All right, jumping over to cryptocurrency. Bittrex, the exchange, the crypto exchange, is going to release a euro-backed stable coin, And you can apparently stake, do staking with this coin for 8% interest. So staking has become kind of the new normal now it used to be mining now everything is switching to proof of stake and earning interest on staking staking all that means is that you're just holding on to it and a lot of the proof of stake stuff you have to keep your wallet open and essentially just connect to the internet make sure it's got internet access and keep it open others allow you to close the wallet and it still earns for you just kind of depends on the on the setup there but That's kind of cool. If you want to make some very passive income, you can get 8% interest on that euro-backed stablecoin. So that's coming up with Bittrex, so check that out. If you like free crypto, you're going to want to hear this. And Coinbase does this with other programs as well and other cryptos. But their new one recently is through their Coinbase Earn, and they're doing it for Stellar Lumens so you can earn some stellar lumens they say up to $50 here's the caveat right there's always a caveat you get about 10 bucks just going through the little quizzes which if you're pretty savvy at crypto you don't even have to watch the videos you can just go right to the the question and answer and answer most of them right off the top of your head but that gets you about 10 bucks and then from there you have to invite four friends and you get 10 bucks for each of those friends that sign up and take their little quiz and watch the videos. So, yes, you can earn up to $50 in Stellar Lumens, but you have to send it out to all your friends. So spam your friends. Make more crypto. Anyway, it's cool stuff. Coinbase has other stuff. Uh, Coinbase.com earn if you want to go check out some of the other stuff they've got on there. Uh, they had one for Ripple a while back, and it may still be up there. And you can earn some free Ripple. Um, there's several others out there, too. So uh, go check that out if you want to just earn some free crypto and and keep it in your Coinbase account. Certainly an easy thing to do there. At least you'd get 10 bucks worth. All right. Some other news here about Binance. Binance is kind of starting the compliance game in crypto. And that's great. It sucks, but it's great. Right? Everybody wants crypto to be unregulated and free and open, which I totally agree with. But in order to get big investment firms and get on the stock exchanges and whatnot, there needs to be some sort of regulation. So Binance is uh, tightening their compliance and they're also uh, tuning what they call their identity mind uh, to basically make sure that people are who they say they are. Uh, they're also doing other things in compliance Uh, really hasn't been officially published yet uh, but they are doing quite a bit to try to push for some compliance stuff although it's not official yet but their identity mind product is supposed to combat against uh, money laundering essentially so Uh, They're trying to keep in line with those regulations worldwide to prevent fraud. So that's why on a lot of these exchanges here recently, and I've seen this at Coinbase, I've seen it at uh, CryptoBridge, a lot of these exchanges now are asking for photo ID. You have to send them a picture of your photo ID. You also have to send them a picture of yourself holding your photo ID and a sign with a custom message on it. So... They are definitely verifying their customer's identity, especially if you are in the United States. That's kind of the biggest uh, biggest thing that they have to do for the U.S. is they want to verify all U.S. citizens. And they do it with those various methods there. So if you log into CryptoBridge, they're going to make you do their identity verification process. It's not exactly the, the most fun thing to do, but certainly doable but you're going to see this more and more and more coinbase did it to me a while back which kind of really pissed me off to be honest i was buying and selling a lot of crypto and all of a sudden like in the middle of it i bought a bunch of crypto i was going to go send it off to an exchange to do some trading about 500 bucks worth and they said oh wait we got to verify your identity like wh- what? I've been using Coinbase for at least two and a half years, and now all of a sudden they want to verify my identity right after I'd made uh, a $500 transaction to go trading with. So I had to go through their whole identity verification process and submit all the documents, and it took them five days to let me withdraw that $500. Five hundred bucks is small potatoes for most folks. For me, that's a lot of money. You know, that's five hundred bucks that was sitting there for five days, and I lost out on some really great opportunities because I was sitting there waiting for Coinbase to release those funds and allow me to start doing some trading. So beware when you get onto Coinbase. If you're a U.S. citizen, they have to do this uh, identity verification for everybody. So do that before you go and and purchase. Any crypto on there save yourself the headache because I was I was rather pissed because I missed out on uh, multiple different cryptos that have since gone up. Uh, they were basically started out at about 80,000 in market cap and they went up above 14 million in the span of seven days and I missed out on that so extremely irritating way it goes, I guess. All right. Some other news here about Twitch. It's the online game streaming platform. Amazon owns these guys. They have recently removed the ability to do crypto payments for subscriptions. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder why they're removing that. But... Amazon apparently said, nope, we're going to pull this, we don't care about crypto, and they're going to move on with life. So I thought that was just interesting more than anything. Makes me wonder why they wanted to take it out of there. All right, kind of a crossover story here about a couple of cryptocurrency exchanges. One is called DragonX and Coinbean. They both have disclosed uh, hacks recently. And, you know, it's unfortunate because it seems like these exchanges are just getting hacked left and right. So DragonX lost a little over a million bucks, while Coin... Oh, sorry, it's CoinBB. CoinBB lost 45 million. Maybe that's a typo, because in the title they have Coinbean, and in the article it says CoinBB. Well, either way, it's one of those. They lost 45 million in crypto. That is a crap ton of money. So, wow all these exchanges getting hacked just oh man it's very concerning number one but this is why you never keep your funds at the exchange always 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 do your trading take your funds out put them in a wallet that you have control over don't leave those funds at the exchange if you can help it because stuff like this does happen quite a bit apparently uh, Cryptopia got hacked a while back. We all know about the Quadriga CX hack up in Canada where that CEO passed away. Now they can't even get into the into their quote-unquote cold wallets because only he had the password, and the drama continues with that one. But more and more and more of these crypto exchanges are getting hacked. So, And a lot of them seem to be the smaller crypto exchanges. So if you stick with the big boys, uh, Bittrex, Binance those kind of trading platforms they're a little safer but i won't say that everything is perfect there either way you need to take your funds out as soon as you're done trading put them in a different wallet that you control the private keys on all right folks that's all i've got for today if you want to follow me on twitter i'm at cyber crypto guy that's at cyber crypto guy so hit me up on there i retweet a bunch of the articles talk about here on this show so go check that out i'll post all the articles that we talked about today in the show notes so you can always go back and refer to those if you need to thanks everybody and we'll talk again soon